0: Good Monday morning, happy Labor Day to all of our listeners in the States and Canada. I hope you've been enjoying a wildly creative, fun, indulgent, and just all-around pleasurable holiday weekend with friends and family. I thought since it is a holiday weekend and we've started this series on creativity, what better time to talk about incubation. Now, incubation is not just something for bears in the winter. It's actually a really valuable, valuable tool in bolstering our creativity. So today, what I'd like to do is talk to you about how we can leverage incubation in order to spark our creativity before giving you some guiding principles in effective incubation Okay, and then from there, I'm also going to talk to you about some practical strategies you can start to incorporate in order to encourage incubation. In other words, I'm helping you get a lot more creative by taking some time for you. I hope you're really excited about this episode because I'm thrilled to help you unlock your full creative and storytelling power through the power of incubation. Get ready. This is going to be delicious. You're listening to the wildly creative women podcast, your daily dose of inspiration, creativity prompts, affirmation, rare stories of transformation and triumph. You won't hear anywhere else and yes even mini audio courses filled with actionable advice from yours truly that you can't get anywhere else in order to help you find your voice and embrace your wildly creative heart as a woman and as a business owner if you have ever dreamed of scaling your business build on your creations without sacrificing your personal life or your sanity you have definitely come to the right place, sister. If you've ever questioned if now is the time to scale up or perhaps even step away from it all, you're definitely in the right place. If you've ever suffered from burnout and you need some place to go for a daily dose of just peace and sisterhood and stories that are just for you, well, yes you're still in the right place. So grab a snack, something to take notes. Hopefully grab a cozy corner where you can just relax and be with us. And then get ready because now we're going to scale your passions with Serenity Sister and grow together through the Wildly Creative Women podcast. Okay, so there are many popular theories about creativity already out there, right? And many of them really look at breaking the process of creativity into stages. The most mysterious of these uh, intervals that we often refer to is incubation. So, over the years, uh, there's been tons of psychological studies and case studies and all kinds of things, and even real life breakthroughs, honestly, that have come to suggest that the best ways to harness creativity is through these extended periods of incubation where so many of us struggle. And we're honestly, let's, let's be really clear here, at least in the States, our society is not structured in order to empower you to indulge in these periods of incubation, no matter how valuable they are. So in general, creative thinking starts when you say identify an issue, right? That's something we do all day long, whether we mean to or not, and then prepare to tackle it. And that's essentially what most of us really are here as coaches, as business owners, as service providers, we're professional problem solvers, especially my content creators out there. That's all you do all day is look for people's most burning problems and then solve them with your content, right? So it only pays to consider then that when it comes to really unlocking new levels of our perspective in order to bring more color and vibrance and depth to our creative pursuits, that we in a sense like you know allow ourselves to really refresh like let everything cleanse let everything wash out and renew kind of like taking a shower or or taking a nap or something that's kind of what is really required from your brain in order for you to get what you need it's a productive rest period before that eureka moment okay so that's what we're really talking about here i'm helping you to achieve more of those beautifully blissful, orgasmic, aha, or eureka moments, okay? So every time that you feel the urge to pull back here and say like, oh, I don't know if I can really take time to indulge in that, like, oh, it doesn't feel right. And I'm talking about sometimes this might be spending eight hours on the couch, just binge watching, you know, a new show or something just For the incubation. It's like an active recovery period for workouts, right? And if you talk to any coach or like trainer out there, they will tell you that some of the most important progress for people that are going through training actually happens in their active recovery, not when they're in the actual workouts and competitions. So, That's what I want you to think of here when we're talking about all of these different guiding principles and strategies for you to implement incubation into your life in order to spark your creativity as you feel the resistance or the tension start to, um, Rise up potentially in your body. I want you to remember that this is not at all about being lazy, that this is all just as much a part of your job as anything else. And this is the most important foundational part of the strategy. So if you want to be able to show up as your best and provide your best possible work for your clients, This is part of your valuable creative process and you can't in good integrity show up for them in the way that you promise without honoring yourself, your craft, and their desire for your true talent by incubating. Okay? So anytime you need permission for incubation, I'm your girl, you come back to this episode, you hop in that wildly creative women, Facebook group, slide into my DMS, you do whatever you need to do, but you do not let yourself punish yourself for incubation. And you definitely let yourself indulge in it because it is an investment. Okay, sister. All right. So here are some guiding principles for effective incubating. Number one. Prepare carefully. So this is when you're going to do all of your research and engage in real critical thinking. Okay. So figure out the challenge that you want to solve before going into your incubation period. Okay. State it very clearly and specifically almost like a thesis statement or a problem statement. All right. And that's your first step. From there, you're going to start planning ahead. Now, incubation is way more effective when you remind yourself that you will be returning to that dilemma or that problem later on. So you can look forward to coming back to that feeling refreshed and full of new answers, but you won't be able to do that if you spend the entire incubation period beating yourself up. Number three is to slow down, okay? Think about coming to a gradual stop rather than slamming on the brakes, okay? So just allow your body to drift and your mind to drift into a quiet down phase. Start with taking a few deep breaths. Relax your neck and shoulders. And start to observe your thoughts without pursuing them. Okay? Number four, I want to see you choose some non-demanding activities. So... If you spend your break studying uh, like some new strategy or something for your business, that that doesn't count. That's not that's not incubation here. And that's where I get into trouble all the time. Dan'll catch me during my incubation periods trying to pick up something that's work related <laughs> and disguise it as something that's for pleasure, but it's like it basically works. <laughs> So watch out for that with yourself if you're anything like me and you have the tendency to really struggle with these incubation periods at times. Okay, so I really want to see you devote this particular time to routine tasks that are gentle on you, require little to no thought, and can let your body just move and flow. Number five, I would love for you to let your mind wander. Just find a nice cozy spot for me. This is often my hammock out back with, you know, I'll have Fitz laying right underneath me and he's always watching uh, for people to walk by and stuff. It's kind of like his TV. And I just let myself completely melt into that hammock. I allow the thoughts to flow freely and I allow myself To finally, in those moments, if nowhere and no other time else, to finally be free of expectations about what happens next. And that's what I would love to see you do, because that can be extremely powerful for your creativity. Speaking of big time power moves for creativity, you have got to play more. I'm serious, get silly, tap into that inner child, clown around, and just find any and every way you can integrate more play into your daily life in order to stimulate your imagination, lighten up, look for any which way you can have a deep belly laugh and just challenge yourself to find amusing situations that can remind you just how pleasurable and joyful life can be. It will absolutely do wonders for your imagination. And I can be the first one to tell you as someone who didn't let themselves be a child, even when they were a child, spending time in a childlike state as an adult can unlock really, really, really powerful realizations, ideas, creative angles. And now that you are an adult and you have all of these resources and this wisdom and this knowledge behind you, being able to bring in that childlike awe and wonder to things can be immensely powerful, especially when you are trying to stand out in an audience of people that are so used to having to take their lives so seriously. Right? So, it can really help you to bring fresh perspective to some of the people that need it the most. So, please, if you do nothing else from this list today, get out and play. Okay? That's your prescription. Number seven, keep it brief. This is where I think a lot of our anxieties can get triggered. So, especially in the beginning, you may find that the results that you want are already actually really close at hand. So, it may just take short breaks. Um, which can often work a lot better than taking, you know, a whole day off. You don't necessarily need that. So it might mean just taking it easy for a half an hour. It might mean going for a walk around the block. It might mean, you know, taking an afternoon nap because a thunderstorm rolls in and that allows you to really rejuvenate yourself and have just a powerhouse afternoon in like one or two 90-minute sessions after that, Right. And finally, number eight, I want you to really start to appreciate the value of sleep if you don't already. I know how easy it is as an entrepreneur and someone that experiences these creative bursts to slip into periods of very little sleep, but REM sleep unleashes creativity in amazing ways. So when you dream, you form associations and consolidate your memories, right? which then allows you to be able to see things differently and spot new opportunities. So this REM sleep is really important and you need to honor it. Please do not look at this as being lazy. And if you are finding yourself struggling to get out of bed, like all you want to do is deep sleep all the time, then you may be suffering with something a lot closer to burnout. Okay, so now that we've talked about some of the uh, guiding principles behind incubation, I want to give you some more actionable strategies that you can use to start encouraging incubation into your daily routine and really getting more comfortable with some of these guiding principles, okay? So here, if you don't already have your pen and paper handy, is your opportunity to grab it because here comes eight ways or strategies, if you will, for you to work and encourage incubation into your daily routine. Okay, number one, take a nap, just like I said, so any opportunity when your body is prompting you that you are exhausted and that you're not focusing and you're not working at your best? Well, please let me remind you that you can get some of your best work done while you sleep you're likely to perform way better after you lie down for even 15 or 20 minutes than trying to push through. And if you're already dehydrated and you reach for another latte, you could be causing even more brain sludge overall and making it even harder for you to achieve that REM sleep later on. So let's take a moment and really think about what it is our body actually needs rather than just trying to fill a gap in order to meet a goal that we think is More important. It's really important that we stay in touch with our bodies. Number two is to keep a journal by your bed. Now, I have always been a big into this. I have stacks of them everywhere. (laughs) There's just so many powerful things that come out of journaling. But if your day job, uh, you know, here with your company keeps you on your feet, and you're always running around, you need to make the most of your overnight slumbers, really, you know, you keep that pen and paper handy. And then when you have these thoughts that are bothering you or like wake you up and different things, you grab that pen and paper right there and you jot it down and get it out. And then it won't be spinning around and around and around in your head, keeping you up from there. Okay. Okay. Um, Number three, let's talk about meditation. Of course, meditation on a daily basis is so important. There is nothing wrong with showing up to your meditation mat or your yoga mat, uh, you know, once a week, but let's be honest, that's not going to develop a real strong muscle any more than it would developing any other kind of muscle, right? So I want to encourage you that even if it starts with one minute, three minutes, five minutes, whatever it is, to start working meditation into your life as a daily practice, if not twice a day <laughs> and there are so many amazing ways you can do this I'm going to talk to you in the future about some of my favorite ways to meditate expe- you know especially in the metaverse are such amazing ways to do this now between Maloka which is like this combination tamagotchi Gigapet type situation that it, in which in order for you to like feed your spirit which is this pet uh, and for it to flourish um, you have to meditate, and it's they've basically gamified the whole experience. It's so beautiful for kids. So I'll talk to you more about that soon. Uh, there's also another amazing application within there um, called Trip, which is, you know, if you can imagine going on a trip. <laughs> Um, It can feel like that sometimes, but it's just done wonders for me in terms of building a daily meditation practice and one that I look forward to, one that actually uplifts me and sparks amazing creativity. And it's all really guided, so it doesn't feel so intimidating, you know? But what I would love to see you do, if you haven't yet, is to set a goal to start carving out at least a few minutes a day for you to sit down. Calm your mind and let your thoughts just flow while you observe them, okay? Number four, I want you to play with kids, okay? Or maybe even your fur babies. So take some time to kind of, if not on a daily basis, at least, you know, in between appointments, on weekends, spend some time just goofing around. Playing, playing, playing. Be as silly as you can. Throw a tea party, throw a frisbee with the dog, whatever it is you need to do, just play. And if you don't yet have a pet or uh, a garden, if you're not a big animal person, Um, then perhaps, or if you have allergies or something, you know, gardens can be incredible nurturers of your creativity. Um, But if you do love animals and you've been considering getting a pet, let me encourage you to do so. uh, Because honestly, that relationship that you have with your pet, can really help you to take more time for yourself to breathe, to stay present in the moment, to play, to indulge in joy and awe and wonder and just love and peace and and unconditional nurturing. Now, I know this one can be a bit of a challenge in some of our winter months and stuff, but I also really want to encourage you to try to get some exercise outdoors as often as possible. Connecting with nature always helps, but, you know, so often we kind of try to like incubate right during winter or hibernate kind of. Um, But really, you know, it's important even in those winter months, actually, especially in those winter months when we can be so susceptible to depression with all of the darkness and the cold and just being cooped up all of that time. So If you have to go out and get some snow pants or some ice skates, whatever it is you need to do, just force yourself to get out there and get some exercise in nature. Number seven, I want to see you develop a new hobby. Now, lots of great artists and, and scientists, like super successful ones, have engaged in various pastimes that created an atmosphere conducive to their accomplishments. So for example... Love this one. Emily Dickinson. Uh, If you didn't know, I'm such a, a, I love the classics. But anyway, so um, Emily Dickinson used to bake cakes. So maybe you would get inspired doing needlework or repairing clocks or something. You know, it depends on what you're doing. Um, But just look for a new hobby. Like for me, it was watercolors, for example, was one of my new hobbies or gardening that really allows you to stay engaged and um, explorative of your creative pursuits. And finally, number eight for today, just doing the laundry or vacuuming the living room carpet or cleaning out the closet, believe it or not, can be helpful. Yep. For a lot of us, cleaning the house can be very cathartic and actually allow us to clean out some of that mental sludge and spark a breakthrough. So look for some chores that are really mindless, uh, but can help you feel as though you're accomplishing something and creating a cathartic turnaround in your space, and you might just find your next big great big breakthrough. It is still Monday, if you couldn't tell. Now, when it comes to triggering your creative insights, not all rest is created equally. Okay. So there is good rest and bad rest going to the bar with your girlfriends and pounding some shots to blow off. steam is not good rest. Okay. Uh, running a marathon, not good rest. Okay, Uh, If you want to boost your creativity, what you have to do is take all of these eight practices and guiding principles into consideration, make time to play, and then harness the power of your dreams through active rest. Okay. You'll be so surprised with the incredible payoffs that following these tips can bring. I'm going to let you go back to your barbecues and your rest and all that good stuff for now, but I wanted to say thank you so much for listening. I can't wait to see all of the ways that you start to incorporate these incubation strategies into your life for more creativity. I hope you have a great week. We have a phenomenal series planned for you, and I'm so excited for each and every episode. I love you for listening. How do you feel, sister? Have you had any shifts? Don't forget, the conversation really continues and heats up inside the Wildly Creative Women Facebook And I would love to tackle any questions you have about today's show in there, alongside the growing sisterhood of wildly creative women supporting one another and sharing their stories of triumph and tragedy through their creative pursuits. If you have taken anything at all out of today's episode, it would mean the world to me to have you subscribe, like, and share. I love you so much for being here and I'll talk to you soon.